singer, songwriter, actor, screenplay writer, and I'm originally from Chicago, Illinois. Right now, I live in Atlanta. I mean, well, no, I don't. I forgot. I live in Los Angeles. <laughs> I forgot that quick. Wow. <laughs> right. And it's been a wild year, so I don't even know how I forgot that. So where are you then? In Los LA? Angeles. Yeah, in LA. Okay. So when you was here, what is three things you loved about Atlanta? I loved, I'll tell you, like, cause I remember the first moment I was, I got there and I remember the first feeling that I loved. I loved the, like the, the, the niceness of the people. You know what I mean? Like everybody was so nice. Like I could speak to people and then they'd be like, what's up? What's good? Like versus where I'm from, like people be like, what the heck are you speaking to me for? You know what I'm saying? So I really love that. I love the the culture, but mm-hmm. it's funny because I love the culture, but I feel like the culture died down as more and more people moved there. Like, because when I got there, it was so Atlanta, and then now it's just so much of everybody, which could be a good or a bad thing, you know what I mean? And then the third thing, I like, I like the opportunities, man. Like, when I was a little kid, like, growing up, like, I never really got to see that many successful Black people and, and a place where you can be anything that you want to be. And that's what I feel about Atlanta. I feel like that's the city where you can, if you want to be famous, you can be famous. Yeah. If you want to be a reality TV star, you can be a reality TV star. If you want to be a singer like, like me, like I was able to build such a solid fan base there. So that's one thing. I, I feel like Atlanta is the city of dreams, for real, for real. Especially dreams that come true. I believe that. That's what I like about Atlanta, too, um, since I've been here. Oh, uh, where are you from? I'm here in Atlanta. Well, I thought she said she was from somewhere else for a little bit. My bad. <laughs> no, uh, 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 uh. Mickey Monday, he's in the D.C. area, but I'm here in Atlanta. No, I said you from Atlanta too. No, I'm from D.C., but I'm oh, here in Atlanta. That's what I mean. I like D.C. Yes, yes. But I'm gonna ask you some questions that Mickey Monday wanted to ask you. Okay. For those who are watching us. Um, for the first time, give us a short explanation of what to expect from your music. I think the one thing about my music is that no matter what song you're going to hear, you're going to hear an experience, like something that I di- I definitely went through. Uh, I-, I think that that's important because I feel like people, they can connect with you better as an artist when they be like, yo, he's singing from a place that like, you know what I mean? Like that's real and that's genuine. So I think that that's the one thing, like no matter what, if you like it, if you love it or whatever, you're going to walk away from feeling like, yo, I feel like I know a little bit about him. And I, and I always try to infuse my truth into my music. Okay. I feel that. Okay. So with social distancing, um, being the new normal, what's the next big step for you? Ooh, yeah. I'm really, it's really getting hard 
you know, try, like being away from everybody, especially my family, and not having a haircut. As you see, I have I, I, I wore this to because, I, like, you know how we try to run away from reality. But yeah. like, I want this to, like, you know, this, I want to be able to look back at this and be like, yo, I remember why you had that on because my barber, like, LA, all the barbers are shut down. So, like, I think that that's, like, adjusting to the new normal is, like, the next step. And that's, like, releasing music in this pandemic is, like, still finding time, finding ways to have fun in this pandemic. You know, like, you know, even try to date in this pandemic is real, real difficult because you got to stay away from people. But yet you can't really stay away from people because I've been here, I've been here since January and I've really been by myself most of the time. So it's getting a little hard, especially like my family. Like I live all the way over here. My family live in Chicago. So it's like, I'm like on the other end of, of the country. Right. <laughs> you better learn how to cut your own hair. <laughs> I, you know, I got a lot of curly hair. So it's kind of like hard. You know what I mean? Like if I had hair, I feel like it'd be a little bit better. But yeah, I mean, I know how to shape up my mustache. <laughs> okay. Okay, so he wants to know, what's your favorite album of the year so far? Of this year? So far, the favorite album? Uh -huh. This year. You've listened to. Hey, what albums that came out this year? Uh, this year. Hey. Who came out this year? I don't know. <laughs> like, um, oh, I know. I, I got it. I got it. Okay, I got who? it. Janae Chalumbo. Okay. I love that album. I even love the re-release that she dropped out. Like, I just, like, the feel of it. Oh, my God. Like, the vocals, everything. Okay. Okay. <laughs> who has been your biggest supporters when it comes to your music career? My biggest supporters has de have definitely been my fans. And even some of them were like a little bit of my, maybe like my friends and they became my fans. I think that, that was, they's, they've been like the driving force between me waking up every day and, and continuing on. Cause sometimes it does get difficult. Like when you want the world to know who you are and you think it's gonna happen overnight just because you have the talent. But it does never, it never happens on the time that you want it to happen, you know what I mean? So I, I'll say like my fans, like, and I have such a, personal relationship with them you know what i mean like whatever they're going through i feel it whatever i'm going through they can even feel it and i think that's the thing about me that i've always wanted to have and i always want to maintain no matter how big i get is having that closeness with my fans where they yeah. can come to me and i can come to them and we just it's like a family because you know like it, it's just yeah you never know who god put in your life to push you and my fans have really really been my biggest support system and push. Yeah, because I know the last time I seen you, you know, you was giving out the roses, going around singing to the ladies. I was like, okay, now, look at him now. <laughs> Go ahead yeah. now. Yeah, Get you, the women. Showing <laughs> you were showing a lot of love too. Like, and that inspired me. So that's what I mean. Things like that, you don't understand. Like, even the love that you gave me. Like, it was nothing for you to say, hey, like, I really want to let you know, like, I think that you're talented. Like, I really enjoy it. I, I enjoy your music. Like, it was, it, it's something about that. And, like, a lot of people don't know, like, it's hard doing this. It's really hard doing this on your own, especially. But when you have those moments of affirmation and those people that step into your life, even if it's briefly or if they support you from the beginning of your career, the middle of your career, and, and forever, like, that just keeps you going, especially me. It lights me up. 
Well, you know, I'm an R&B lover, so I love R&B music. But speaking of R&B, what do you think is missing in today's R&B music? You know what? I think that it's funny because this, I think this is going to be like a really, really good answer. The what's missing in R&B is notoriety. Mm. Because when I tell you, there's so many different artists that are so amazing and so like, but they like, you don't even know about them. Mm -hmm. like, everything that you think that R&B is missing is totally not missing. It's just that it does not have the platforms that it used to have for you to be able to digest it and to know that it's out there. Like, there's so many amazing vocalists, so many different songwriters, so many different, the production, like even down to like the music that makes you fall in love, music yep. that makers in the 90s and things like that. You know what I mean? Like, you, you were able to get songs that would you be like, yo, I remember where I was. I remember how that felt. And, and there's so many songs out there like that, whatever, but it's just like, we just need more people to put us in places where everybody know that it's out there. And speaking of that, um, I just started a thing called Atlanta's Got Talent that I'm going to try to do and bring the R&B world back here in Atlanta um, area that I'm working on. So it's going to be a little mixture of America's Got Talent slash Apollo. Yeah. But I want to do it more for the R&B artists here because I have met so many people in R&B world that sounds really, really, really good, but they don't get the credit that they deserve. And you're uh, one of them, like I, you know, I had to learn it from somebody else and I was like, wait a minute, he got some dope songs. Hold on, I like this, let me play him on my, tw you know, <laughs> on my playlist. I um, for real. I think our rap music just has taken over the R&B world. Yeah. You know, it, it just goes like that. It has its, its flows and things like that or whatever. Because even if you think about the early 90s, early 90s, low-key, there was like a little hip-hop moment that came and kind of like overshadowed. And then you had Mary J. Blige. You had all those people like SWV come in like and be like, wait, you know, you know what I mean? So I know it all has its time. But again, that thing that you're going to do with that Atlanta's Got Talent, like that's going to open more doors for people and, and be able to introduce people to artists such as myself and other artists who are amazing, but you just don't even know about it. I'm working on it, I'm working on it. So this is COVID things, but you know, I'm working on it. That's but um, tell me about your single, is it Waiting? Oh, well, no, you know, that was my last single. That's how I closed out my last album. So Waiting, yeah, it definitely was my last single, but I have new music coming very, very soon. My first single, I can't say the name, but it's gonna be, I can't say the name, but you know what's funny? Like, it's crazy because I'm having the toughest time. Me and my team, we're having the tough, toughest time trying to tie that song into what's going on in the world right now in terms right. of, like, navigating. Because, you know, of course, it's an R&B record, but it's just like, I'm telling you to do something. But it's kind of like, I can't, we can't even really do it right now. Like, especially like me in L.A., we can't, we, we can't be outside like that. We can't be maneuvering through the city like that. We have to go get our things and come back in the crib. Like, I know Atlanta has opened up, so a, a lot of it is like opened up, even though it's not totally back to normal, but it's really hard trying to figure it out. So like, that's really what, what's been my holdup. But my new single is really, really fun. I think it's really light and it's a feel good record. Like it, it got a bounce to it or whatever. And it, it just really, it's one of those things where you-, you really And we get, can't even get the name? Give us something exclusive, geez. <laughs> I can't even give you the name because, you know, like the reason why people don't give you names because it could be somewhere and then somebody did a statue from somewhere and put it somewhere else, you know what I mean? So, like, I can't give the name, but I tell you that it feels good and it's definitely a new sound for me with this new album. Everything is just very new and it was really, really tough for me 
to create this music because I, I was like, I don't want my fans to feel like I abandoned them, you know what I mean? Or abandoned the sound that they came to love me for. And it's a little bit of that in there, but it's a whole lot of new. Okay. Well then tell me what's been your favorite single out of all your singles that you promoted already? Which one has been your favorite one? That's a really good question. You know what I mean? I never thought about that before. Uh, but if my, my favorite, it would definitely probably be Waiting. I think waiting because um, it hit different when I sing it, when um, when people hear it, feeling the mm. crowd. Like when I tell you, like all them shows that I've been, I was doing in Atlanta. Like when when people come to my show, whatever. There was a few songs they knew word for word, but when mm. they knew words to that song, because when I wrote that song, I was in such a, a really really sad place, like just trying to get answers from God and trying to get clarity. So when I'm singing it back to the crowd and the crowd is speeding it back to me. I mean, I really, like, y'all don't even understand. Like, I know a lot of people say that they can't wait to get rich. They can't wait to get super famous, things like that, whatever. But one of the things that I always dreamed of was having songs that make people feel something and yeah. that it helps them at a time in their life. And to know that my song has gotten people through is, is way more, feed, it fed me way more than any millions of dollars, any top of the charts, any of that could ever do. Just knowing that somebody said, you know what, I was going through this and your song got me through. And that's one of the ones that everybody be like, yo, I felt that dream. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going I'm to go to a something fun. So tell me one fun fact about yourself. See, I'm terrible at fun because I'm such a serious person. Really? Well, I well I don't know I don't know what's fun about me. Like I'm very I'm comedic. Like I'm I'm hella funny. Like, but I don't think that I really display that to the world like that. Uh, I don't know why, but I think I'm hella funny. Uh, but I don't I, I feel like I display a little seriousness. But let me think what what's funny like about me that I know. Because you said funny, right? A fun. No, you said a fun, fun. Fact. A fun, fun fact. A fun fact about me is. Dang. I have met, I, can, I, can, I don't know. Okay, uh, so let's, let's switch it around a little bit. What is something that people don't know about you that you love doing? Like, do you love writing poetry? Do you love hiking? Do you love picking boogers? <laughs> <laughs> you crazy. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, what is something you could give me that's that you know you like to do that people don't know about you since they only oh. see the sexy music side of you that's real i'll tell you a lot of people don't know which was and i kind of been telling people whatever i'm a screenplay writer and i so i write tv shows and things like that scripts and movies and a lot of people don't know i do that but like yeah i've been really really working hard and this pandemic is really because i'm a person that's usually on the go 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 but this pandemic told me to sit my butt down you know what i mean and i've been really really able to focus on my stories. I have this show of comedy and I created it back when I was in college, like in 2009 or 2010, when I was in college and um, it's a comedy and I created, it's funny because it's the first thing, like I'm one of the first stories on Twitter to go viral, if not the first story to go viral. Like I, it was a trending topic one day back in like 2010 or something like that. And, yeah. and we had a snow day or something like that in Atlanta. And I was bored and I was writing as I went along this story about this girl named Felicia. And she's from Atlanta and she went looking for love for this guy named Sergio. So like I was, like, I was just writing it, tweet, 
tweet. And I kept writing. I wrote like three episodes. And then everybody was like, yo, do it. Write some more. So then I came back and I wrote a whole season. And it was trending on Twitter. And it was just like a big thing. So I turned that into a TV show, one of my comedies. And I have three other dramas. Well, no, one is a romance and two dramas. So like, I'm really, really heavily into that. Like, that's what I spend most of my days doing if I'm not doing music. I'm, I'm spending most of my days like um, writing a lot, conceptualizing, and just really, really like creating stories and creating characters that are gonna be on y'all TV screen one day, on y'all movie screens one day. I can't wait. I was just about to say, even if you do a YouTube series, cause that's the new trending thing now. You should definitely do it. For sure, like I'm ready. I'm, I want to do that. Even even when I'm big, big in in the film industry, the TV industry, I want to do something for YouTube as well. Like I want a Facebook show, a, a YouTube. Like no, I don't want to no stone unturned. Like I want to. I want to be everywhere. Visibility is so important, you know, especially in, in in this type of society. Like when people got shows, like you got Ryan Murphy. He has shows on like Netflix, mm -hmm. Fox. Like he got shows on Hulu. Like Shonda Rhimes. She got shows on ABC, Netflix. Like and I look up to her because she's a black filmmaker. She's a I mean, a black TV um, producer and a black writer. Like, she's from Chicago. She's a Capricorn. So I love her. So I just can't wait till I get to be able to have my content everywhere. YouTube, everywhere. Awesome. Well, congrats. I can't wait to see it. I definitely can. So who are some people you want to collab with? Uh, on the TV front or the music music front? Do, let's do both. Let's do two apiece. Okay, so on the music, I want to definitely do a duet with Jasmine Sullivan. Like, I love okay. her voice. Like, I mean, yes. oh my God, I've never heard nothing like that before. Like, that's just truly a talent. And I really, really want to write for Monica. Like, that's okay. like a huge dream. Like, I love Monica. She's always yeah. been, when I was a little kid, like, she, she was one of the few artists that I really knew of. Because my mother and them, they listened to older music. Even though they were young, they just loved Chicago. It's filled with older music, like, so I love Aretha Franklin. I love like um, Donny Hathaway, Sam Cooke. Like I grew up listening to a lot of old people, but when it was time for the youngins to come, like she was young, but I was a baby when she was like, I was a little, little kid when she came out. And I just really want to write for her. My God. In terms of TV, woo, like I would love to write a show with Ava DuVernay. Like I love her. Like when they see us is one of the greatest pieces that I've ever witnessed before. I think that she's really, really amazing. And I would love, love to collaborate on a story with Issa Rae. Like, I mean, Ooh. amazing. Wait, and wait, I gotta do three because I love Spike Lee. Go ahead. <laughs> I love Spike okay. Lee. Like, I admire Spike Lee. Like, people don't understand. Like, ever since I was a little shorty, I've been watching his content from a little kid. He's inspired me. He's probably my biggest inspiration in terms of film and TV. Like, when I was a kid, like, my mom was like, you gotta see, she's gotta have. You gotta see Mo Better Blues. You gotta see, like, you know, they were so crooklin. Like, there was so much that I had to see, and I've been following him. I've seen everything he's ever done. Um, and I just really, really aspire to get, just if, if I can get a fourth of his success and just bring Black stories to life as he's done, like, man, like, that would be so fulfilling for me. Oh. But speaking in existence, you got it. It's coming to you. I'm speaking it. I'm speaking it. <laughs> I receive it. I receive it. <laughs> so out of all the places you've been to, what has been your favorite place? Wow. Okay. Definitely Hawaii. Oh. Hawaii is definitely like the best place I've ever been to before. Like I've never felt more free. I've never felt more uh, calm. Like it just stops you in your track. 
You know what I'm saying? Like I came, I, I, I flew from Atlanta to Hawaii and you know, Atlanta, we, we, we go hard in Atlanta, like it's, it's popping, it's lit, you know what I mean? I, <laughs> every day of the week. <laughs> every day, like when I tell you, nobody understands Atlanta, there is no calm day, there is no chill day. <laughs> but when I went to Hawaii, I went to three different islands. And my God, like, I mean, Kona was like one of the best islands, I've, like one of the best places I've ever been to. Like the trees, they speak to you. You know, like the wind, it talks to you. The water, like, I mean, and I got family there that lives in Hawaii, um, in, in Honolulu. Uh, and I'm so jealous of them because they get to see this beautifulness every day. But it's expensive over there, right? I had a cousin that um, did some contracting over there. I had to stay for a little while. He was like, it's expensive, but it's really nice. It's so expensive. Like everything there is crazy expensive. Like even when you talk to some of the townspeople, they, ha they, they say that they have to have roommates because it's really, really expensive. And it's not like here or Atlanta where you know all the job industry is thriving and things like that, whatever, you know, you know like back there, it's kind of like, it's different. So it, it is very expensive. Everything there is high as hell. Mm. Okay, so what has been one of the craziest things that a fan ever done to you? Crazy? Oh, wow. Ooh, <laughs> I mean, it could be stalking. Just for doing sure, stuff. Uh, and it's crazy, for sure, stalking. Like, and, I, and I'll tell you about my album, and I'll give you that title. Uh, okay. but, uh, the title of the song from this album that, uh, that I really touch on that because I had a situation before I moved where I had three situations where three people were stalking me. Wow. You know, like, and I had to, like, and, and some of them were fans, like, and I had to go, um, go and, and do, like, restraining orders. And, you know, it was really, really difficult. That was one of the most difficult experiences because when you don't have their addresses or you, you try to, mm -hmm. to find addresses, whatever, and you can't serve them, people don't understand the justice system is not really set up to really benefit people. And, you know, I was just trying to do the right thing because I'm from, I'm from Chicago. So everybody, know, if you know where, where I'm from, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a different <laughs> way. I'm built up different. Like, my family, my brothers, like, I'm from, a, it's 13 of us. I'm from a legion. Oh, wow. Of and, all, and I'm one of the only ones, one of the few that is not of the streets. And I, I'm a product of the streets, but I'm not of the streets. So I, don't, I can say one word. And I tried to, you know, handle it, you know what I mean? But, like, you know, God covered me. And I wrote a song about it, um, you know, three different, it's, it's funny because it's three different parts to the song. And the song is okay. called Y-O-U, like, uh, like the TV show on Netflix. I don't mm -hmm. know if you've ever seen that, but that's about this stalker situation. And, um, and I wrote the song as if I was them. On each verse, it's three different people. I wrote it, each part, like this is this person, this person, this person. And, 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 you, and I, I had to kind of pretend that I was them and rationalize with the behavior, because I think it's okay to idolize people and to like love them and support them and even love them from a distance. But mm -hmm. when it comes a, a point of you coming to their shows and you kind of acting crazy or like following people to their cars and things like that, or even following, following me to my home and things like that, like it really got difficult showing up to my crib. So that's the craziest thing, but I, I guess the most fun crazy thing was um, back in 2010, I was on this uh, reality show on MTV called uh, The Spice Step Off, where it was, they was following us while we was in college. And it was mm -hmm. like fraternities and things like that. And I was like, I was like the lead, I guess you could say the star of the show. Like everybody, I, I, had, I had so many people that recognized me from the show, especially during that time. We went to Miami for spring break. 
and we was we we on South Beach, and I'm chilling like down Collins, I believe, and me and my line brother, like I'm an alpha by the way, I'm an alpha, and me okay. and my line brother, we're standing and we're talking and we walking whatever, and I turn around and this girl recognized me. She screamed to the top of her lungs and ran after me. I was like, what the hell? And I just started running. And she started running towards me. And I just ran. And then I just stopped. I was like, you know, let me just stop. And she jumped on me. She's like, I love you. I love you so much. Oh, my God. You don't understand how much I love you. And I was like, whoa. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Wait. So you was running from a female one. See, that's what you get. That's what what you get when you start. You know, you want to perform and you want to take off your shirt and do the roses and stuff. That's that sexy thing that you be throwing out there when you be doing them shows. Got the women going crazy. You right, I, and and you know what I'm saying. Like I couldn't even I couldn't even be mad. It was my instincts more than anything, you know what I mean? Because I'm like, yo, that's a good feeling. Like my my line brother was like, he he went back and told her he was like, yo, I'm trying to be this famous. I'm like. I don't know if I really want that life because she was running so and the thing is she wasn't like right here to me and like like we wasn't like right here. She was like down the street and recognized me. And she just ran. Running towards me or whatever. And my line brother walked off in the street. I'm like looking at her like, what the hell? Is she running towards me? So I get to run. I'm like, gosh. <laughs> I wish I could have seen a video of that. I could have seen your face and then you just <laughs> And, then, and you know we was on some drinks. So you know we was on South Beach. So you already know we was already drunk. Right. So, uh, so you know I'm running and don't even know why I'm running. Low key. All I and see is somebody running. Like... Yeah, but it's all good. It's, I, I appreciate that type of love because I know it's only going to get more intense as, as I continue to progress and elevate. And you know what I mean? Like that, that, that reminds you just how much people adore you. You know what I mean? So I wasn't even mad. You know, we took pictures. It was all love. She is like, I love you so much. And that, that just that fed my soul. You know what I mean? Honestly. Well, that's good. That's good. Okay, it. so what advice can you give to someone that's want to be um, in the industry? One, one piece of advice that I'll tell them is like, walk into the industry knowing who you are and who you are. Because like, I'll tell you, this game is so difficult and so hard that rejection and the no's will oftentimes make you question who you are and make you question like, yo, who, who am I? Like, who's am I? Like, am I like the industries or am I my own person? Am I God's child? So I think it's really important to walk into this game like with so many different um, like understandings of what comes with it, but also what to not allow to pull from you, you know what I mean? Like what to not, like to, when I say that, I mean like don't let rejection nip at your artistry. Don't let the nose make you think that you are not talented, that you are not amazing. Right? You just gotta understand behind all those dozens of no's, like there's a yes somewhere in there. Somebody's gonna love you, even if it's not executives. There's fans across the world. I have fans across the world, Africa, Europe, Germany, I get, I get my like my um, my my Spotify and my um, Apple Music and my title reports weekly, and when I tell you, so many times there's countries outside of the United States and cities outside of the United States that play me way more than places like my hometown and things like that. It, it varies by the week, but it just lets you know that I've been told no by a lot of different people, a lot of different labels. I've been told yes, but sometimes those record deals were not for me. You know what I mean? Because you got to understand that everything that you want isn't for you. And that's important as well. So I say to anybody, just to walk in knowing who you are because people in this industry will definitely 
kill bits of you if you allow it to. Mm-hmm. You know, and just just really, really just just trust in your gifts. Like if you trust in your gifts, you gonna touch touch somebody. You know, with my last album, man, I was able to do things that I've never imagined in this lifetime. Like I thought that I, I knew that I knew that I could reach people, but I, who would have ever thought that I would be number one on iTunes R and B album? Independent, you know, the first independent right, artist right. to do that, truly independent. I do this from home. I do it by myself. I have a creative director. I have a few people, representatives. You, you've spoken to one of them, Brandon, Justin. I have a few representatives. And like these collectively, with my, my creative director, RK, like we come together and we do this. It's no major label. It's just me, my funding, my hard work, my talent, my gifts, their master, their minds. You know what I mean? Our, our, us coming together, my producer, DJ Cool, and, and I do it. And so I never thought I would be number one on iTunes R&B. Then I was number 10 on Billboard R&B. Like, I, I just never imagined, so. Well, congratulations. Thank you so much. Okay, so we have two trivia questions for you. Bet. If it's music, I got it. <laughs> It's easy. Okay, so mine is, if you could get rid of one of these in the world, which one would it be? Racism, violence, or drugs? And why? Racism. Because racism is the cause of all the things in terms of violence, especially violence in our community, that was taught to us. That was taught to, for us to divide, to be divided, to kill one another, to hate one another, whatever. So without that racism, we would not have um, all of the things that we have going on. Because if we, if Black people truly had a chance at America like we deserve, because we built this country up from the ground up, from our blood, our sweat, our tears, our struggles, have built, we are the backbone. Black women are the backbone of this country. Black men are the architects of this country. So if you really, really eliminated racism, you wouldn't have the need for all of that, to be honest with you. Those things were put in place to like, to to eliminate people that look like you and me. Violence, gun, those things like that. They looted our cities when we were thriving. They, they stole from us and robbed us. You know what I mean? Like those are things that were imparted on us. So if you eliminate racism, they taught that to us. They taught that to everybody. They taught that to the world. You know what I mean? And we know who they are. Okay. So Mickey Monday's question is, if you can be any animal, what animal would you be and why? See, I don't, you can't see right now, but I have zebra print on my arm, on my, on right here. So I would definitely be a zebra. And the reason why I say that is because one thing I love about a zebra is no matter what zebra, what the zebra is, you could shave that zebra a million times, but their stripes never change. Ooh. And to me, I equate that to being a black man. You can whip me, you can you can try to take from me, but you what you cannot do is hold. You cannot keep us down as a culture. So I've always, always, my grandmother, she had so many different um, zebra print around her house. She had different um, little, you know pictures with the zebra. She had zebra like on her ground, like everything was zebra. And I always ask her, why do you like zebra? She's like, because like, no matter what I do to it, whatever, they never change. Like you can't, it's never going to change. And that's what I've always embraced my blackness because in her, her place, it was always so much black pride. And she equated that to blackness. And I took that with me and I love zebra because of that. So I'll be a zebra because it's like, you know, like, yeah, like I, I have white teeth, but my blackness makes me, those stripes are what make a zebra who they are. You know what I mean? Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> well, I want to say congratulations on everything you're doing. Thanks for interviewing with us today. Thank and you. before you get off, tell everybody where they can follow you. 
you guys can follow me everywhere at Sergio. That's S-I-E-R-G-I-O. And everywhere, my website, SergioMusic.com. I'm excited about everything I'm doing. Like, just stay up on my Instagram, my Twitter. Like, I, I keep it really, really fresh. My Facebook, even that, too. Like, I always try to tell y'all what's going on with me. And I'm about to kick off this new era of music, which is really, really different and exciting. So I need all y'all support. If you've never, ever heard of me before, go listen right now to my last album, This Will Hurt, and my first album, Songs for the G, great R&B music. And I'm, I'm one of the ambassadors of R&B. So if you don't know me now, you're going to find out about me later. So you might as well just do it now because CC told you to. And, <laughs> and, and Mickey, right? Yeah, Mickey Monday. Exactly. Like everybody, they're telling you to go, go listen to my music. So yes, we are. <laughs> yes. And especially if you like some R&B, some slow jams, that freaky stuff. Woo! That's all me right there. Bam. Yeah. <laughs> Let them know. I'll be like, oh, okay. I listened to a couple of them, but I haven't heard like your whole album. So I got time today. I'm going to go and listen to some more. But when I first came out, I was like, let me get to know this person. Let me see who this is. Let me listen to some songs. I'm an R&B fan, so definitely. I appreciate it. I can't wait to see your YouTube series. So continue on that writing. And I'm looking for your new project. Hopefully it's going to be coming out soon. I can't wait to hear that. And just congratulations on your journey, man. No, thank you guys. And thank you so much. Thank you guys. I really appreciate you so much for giving me the platform and taking your time out right now with me. Um, It's been amazing. I thought the the questions were so good, like, because they allow my fans and people to see more of me. And I I felt so comfortable. So thank you. Like, for real, the pleasure. Like, it was nothing but a pleasure. Thank you. Yes. And sorry you didn't get a chance to meet Mickey Monday. He's like the one that throws out the hard questions. So I'm (laughs) glad that I had that man on there with me to give out the hard questions, but he he does a really, really good job, so I'm hoping he get better. But also, before we get off the line, you know you're going to be on my next issue magazine, so y'all look forward to that, and I'll be sending that to you once I get that printed out and everything. So, you know, I'll tag you. You know, I post crazy, so you'll definitely know about it. I appreciate you, Cece. (laughs) I appreciate you, too, and happy Tuesday. Be blessed, be safe, and wear your mask. Of course, always. (laughs) I don't know where it's at, but it's somewhere in here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the next time I see you, I want you to have that haircut. <laughs> you need to talk to L.A. about that. Tell them to open up the barbershops. See, come on back to the A. Come back to the A. We got you. We got you. <laughs> All right, I'm going to have to do something because this guy, it's so long now. It's crazy. So I need some kind of, I need somebody to really in, like ASAP. <laughs> All right. Well, you have a happy Tuesday. Thank you, YouTube. All right. Bye-bye. 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 B